Hello, everybody. How is it going? It's going good. I'm glad to hear that. So <laughs> today, uh, unfortunately, Erica couldn't be here for this recording. Um, so that way we have three people in this episode still. We have our very first special guest. So why don't you introduce yourself, please? Special guest. Oh my gosh. Hello, guys. <laughs> <laughs> We've got Dylan here. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Me too. Uh, <laughs> especially because I know that, like, Dylan, have you heard about Maracas before? Or, like, did you just hear about it when I talked about it and then you wanted to watch it? Um, I've seen, like advertisements of it and like stores and stuff but yeah. i didn't really know too much about it um my, my niece really really likes it so i i didn't really get to talk to her about it but i learned that recently so that's kind of cool so yeah this was mostly my first time getting into it so yay well i'm yeah. glad you got into it because i feel like at this point everybody just know everyone listening, I feel like I convert people to Miraculous all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm not bragging, it's just like, I love this show so much, I just want so many people to enjoy it, because I want more Miraculous stuff. Like, that's how you get more merchandise, more everything. Especially with shows that aren't made here in the US, because the show isn't made here. Right. So, it's like, yeah, like, I'm really, really... Um, passionate about it because I need I need more <laughs> miraculous stuff. <laughs> so what exactly is Miraculous? Well, Miraculous is a French uh, cartoon. It's made, or it was created by Thomas Astruc. He is um, one of the people that used to work on like Code Lyoko and um, Totally Spies. Okay. So yeah, cool. so if you remember those shows from like Cartoon Network, yeah, like, if you watch old episodes of, like, Code Lyoko and stuff, you look in the opening credits. I think he was, like, a storyboard designer or something. I think he did storyboard something for Code Lyoko. But his, yeah, but his name is in the credits for Code Lyoko a lot. Um, and I think he worked on, yeah, he worked on Totally Spies. Um, That's cool. You know, those are two shows that, like, I remember growing up watching on, like, Cartoon Network and stuff. So, mm-hmm. uh, like, <laughs> I remember my brother told me, like, <laughs> France is Europe's Japan. Like... In terms of, like, we get a lot of cartoons from France. Yeah. That become really popular yeah. here. Um, like, like I just mentioned, Code Lyoko, Totally Spies. Like, so, you know, because, <laughs> you know, anime is super popular. Well, the French cartoons are always really pretty popular over here mm-hmm. as well. Or if they're French-Canadian, because I know Totally Spies is French-Canadian. Um as yeah. well so yeah so um so miraculous is a superhero show it's 3d animated uh it's about marinette dupin chang she's the main character she is adorable she is extremely clumsy really silly very love struck because she has a crush on her uh classmate adrian agrest he's also one of the main characters he is a model, his dad's a fashion designer, and he's never been to school before, so this is his first time experiencing real friendships, because really his only friend has been Chloe Bourgeois, who's the, mayor, the mayor's daughter. And Chloe is, um, she's a character. She's, yeah, she's there. <laughs> she's interesting. She's like the mean girl, like typical mean girl, but she has gotten better as the seasons have gone on. Yeah, um, she definitely grew on me. 
But the thing about this show is that I mentioned it's a superhero show, and so secretly, uh, Marinette and Adrian are Paris's superhero duo, Ladybug and Cat Noir. So they both live double lives. They don't know that each other is um, each other, and um, you know they fight crime against the evil Hawk Moth, who is gasp secretly Adrian's dad, Gabriel Agrest. Oh no. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> and so Ladybug and Cat Noir, they keep Paris safe from Hawk Moth and, you know, the villains that he creates. So, little history. This came out, like, in 2015. It's four years old at this point. Uh, I remember watching, or, well, the way, the way I got into it was, I think it was a little bit after it premiered on Nickelodeon, like, a few episodes had been coming out. I kept seeing, a, like, gifts of it on my Tumblr timeline, and I'm like, what the hell is this? I was like, is this some ripoff of, like, a DreamWorks or Pixar movie or something? Like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? But I was like, oh, that's so cute. Like, they're, like I thought the characters looked cute, because I kept seeing Ladybug and Cat Noir, and so then, like, I go on YouTube, and I just type in, like, Ladybug show or something, and I found, like, the episodes... That someone illegally uh, uploaded on YouTube. And it was the English dub. So I immediately, I'm listening to it and I'm like, why the hell are all these people in this show? Like, all these people, I know who they are. They got all these yeah. anime dub actors? Holy shit. Like, yeah, wow, they're, it's they're real serious. Yeah. It's, mm -hmm. yeah. So, so far we have three seasons. Again, it premiered in 2015. It first started up here premiering here in English on Nickelodeon. And Nickelodeon just, like, treated this show like hot garbage because they would, like, never show it. They barely would premiere it. The episodes would come out, like, way after all the other dubs had premiered. Mm. Um, that's the great thing about Miraculous is, like, you can watch it in any language, pretty much. Um, you can watch mm -hmm. it in French, English, Spanish. Actually, there's, like, two or three different kinds of Spanish I think you can watch it in. Uh, Korean, German, Italian, Portuguese... Japanese. The Japanese really dub just started coming out, actually. And nobody I know is in it, so I'm very sad about that. <laughs> no, none of our none of our Seiyu people are in it, at least from what I can see. Um, not yet, anyway. We'll see. We'll find Ooh. out. Ooh. I, think it's lot, I think it's more like younger Seiyus, but yeah. Um, so you can watch it in any language. Um, a lot of people don't like the English dub. I don't know why, because it's really good. Like... <laughs> like chill out people um but yeah it used to come out on nickelodeon and now it comes out on disney channel here in the u.s it comes out on disney channel pretty much everywhere else except for france canada and korea i think um in france it comes out on some french channel i don't know what it's called on in canada it's on the family channel and in korea it's on some korean channel i don't know what it's called but it's not they're not on disney channel but everywhere else in the uk japan everywhere else in europe it's on disney channel and then of course it's on netflix here as well yeah so you can stream <laughs> it on netflix and if you have a vpn i mean you can if you don't have it if you don't live in the u.s just get a vpn and then you can watch netflix u.s and you can watch miraculous <laughs> there you go a little cheat there so anyway Enough of me rambling about Miraculous for right now. <laughs> so tell me what you guys uh, 
what your like overall first impressions are before we get into like the characters and everything. Uh, Dylan, you can go first. <laughs> okay, yes, right, I'll go first. Our so, special guest, go ahead. Yay! Okay, so <laughs> when I when I first started watching this show, I I thought it was really really cute. I loved the character designs, um, but I will I will admit the first like beginning of the show is very like episodic and very formulaic and like i didn't i didn't mind this though because it really reminded me of power rangers in a lot of ways because uh so i, I love power rangers i've grown up with it and this is they're both superhero shows they both have kids fighting these monsters or akuma and also the like main villain of the show makes the Akuma or makes the monster that they have to fight. So it's very much a lot like Power Rangers. So I could like really relate to that and get into it that way. And I didn't really mind how it was kind of formulaic in that sense. But yeah, I, I really enjoyed it and it got a lot better later on, especially when you get into the lore. So it was kind of a rocky start, honestly, but I did eventually really grow to like it and i love the characters oh my gosh the characters in this show are so well developed and so interesting like they're all so fun i almost love every single character in this show almost but... <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's kind of my first impressions of the show okay so i knew about this because like my daughter watched it like I don't even know how she found it. I'm assuming she found it through YouTube, because, like, how else would she yeah. watch it? Yeah. <laughs> and she would always, like, play the Miraculous song, and I would sing along with it. And, um, you know, as a mother, you kind of want to see, like, mm -hmm. your kids' shows and be like, okay, I need to sit down and see what they're watching. And I was hooked. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, this is really interesting, and I really like it because I feel like this reminds you of, like, when you're a kid, and it's one of those cartoons that you would see um, every Saturday morning, and you would wake up excited for it. That's kind of how I felt with this, and it's just, I, I really liked it. I wasn't, like, too sure if I was going to like it, but oh my mm -hmm. gosh. I completely fell in love with it. The characters, as Dylan said, they're all amazing, awesome in their own little way, except for one character. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, everything is like really interesting as far as season one goes. I feel like season two is like where it starts to get interesting and things slowly start to like come together. And you're like, oh, okay, like things are getting a little interesting here. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, other than that, everything's been pretty good. And I'm mm -hmm. watching season three along with Mia, and it's been... <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, it's getting, it's getting good. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, I am very glad that she picked this. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I didn't want to just stick to anime or anything like that. Because, you know, Miraculous, it's, it has a lot of influence um, from anime. You can tell by watching some of the things in the show. Like, there are certain shots that are very anime-ish. Um, you can tell that the creator and, and the writers and stuff, they really enjoy anime and superhero shows in general. Like, Thomas Astrook, like, he's so lucky, the creator. He got to meet Stan Lee 
like a few years ago oh, and like take pictures awesome. with him. Yeah, he's really into you know superheroes, Marvel, DC. You can tell what their influence is like. I mean, Ladybug is like she's like Spider Man, like yeah, you know, Cat Noir is kind of like Black Cat from one of the Spider Man villains too. Um, or like Catwoman, you know, like, you know, we have kind of parallels that we can draw from, um, you know, different superhero influences and stuff. Um, and that's what I really like about this show. That's what got me hooked. And I totally agree. Like season one is very monster of the week kind of thing, because I feel like Mm -hmm. the thing with season one is they had like a, um, a set deadline they had to meet a deadline at a certain time so um i think they only had three months to write all of season one so oh yeah so that's Jesus. yeah that's i mean as a new show like you know it has to do well so of course they're only going to give them a specific amount of time to like do it so that way like oh if there's one season and the show doesn't do well then okay we just cut it off from there and then you know you won't get renewed but um, so that's why season one's kind of, you know, it, it's very formulaic and it does get kind of annoying sometimes, but it's like very rarely, like I still enjoy season one a lot. Um, but yeah, season two is when they kind of got more of a chance to kind of, you know, take their time writing it and season three as well. I know they're already working on season four and five cause they've been greenlit for at least five seasons. And I mean, we got season three, like really quick after season two. So, you know, they're already working on season four. So we're probably going to get season four pretty quick after season three. I mean, I think it took like two years for season two to come back. So it's it's had a weird history, but um, that's why I really enjoy Miraculous a lot. Um, okay, well, first impressions are done. Thank you, guys. I love hearing your, your thoughts. So let's talk about <laughs> the characters. We all love the characters. I think that's pretty obvious. I think that's probably our fav- all of our favorite part about the show is the characters. I, I feel like you guys would agree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, the characters are the best part. So let's go through them and give our thoughts about the characters. So first, we have our main character, our main protagonist, Marinette Dupenchang, a.k.a. Ladybug. Uh, in English, she's played by the lovely Christina V, who I've been a fan of since, like, I don't even know how long I've, I've <laughs> loved Christina V. Like, I loved her before she, like, started getting into, like, the voice acting scene because she used to do, like, YouTube, um, like, English covers of, like, anime theme songs and stuff. Like, she used to have mm-hmm. a YouTube and stuff. So I found her, like, a long time ago, like, on like just through YouTube. Have you seen her cover of the Miraculous theme song? Yes, I have oh, seen it. Right. Okay. I love that song. Yes, I me too. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. When I first heard I was like... Who is that? I was like, she sounds so familiar. And then I'm like, oh, it's Christina V. I love her. Yeah. Um, yeah so, I mean, if you guys don't know Christina V, she plays, she's in um, the new Sailor Mars in like the most recent dub of Sailor Moon. She's also in uh, Hunter Hunter. She plays Killua. Yeah. So she has like, she has a pretty big range of characters. I know she loves the character a lot because um, she's talked about it in interviews like she was really excited to get to be marinette and she loves ladybug a lot so character oh, means a lot to her what do you guys think of of marinette i think she's a really cute uh main character i think she's very very fun i love seeing her interaction with adrian and just how 
goofy and silly as she is. I, I That's one of my favorite parts about her. And I also, one of my other favorite things uh, later on in season one, we get to see like the Origins episode. Mm-hmm. And I, I love that episode. Maybe we'll talk about it later. But I love how she's kind of like, she goes kind of through the hero's journey where she knows she has the miraculous now. She doesn't really want, she doesn't feel like she deserves it though. And I just love seeing that development of her character in that episode. I just, I, I love, fell in love with her even more through that. So yeah, I, I really like her. I think she's a cute, fun main character. Very good for this show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she is a super, duper adorable and i love how clumsy she is because i'm like girl i can relate because i am super clumsy too (laughs) (laughs) and i just love how she's so adorable with her interactions with adrian how she's always messing up because it's like Mm -hmm. her crush and i'm like girl that's so adorable like it's it's so cute and also like kind of relatable in a way because how can you talk to your crush? Like, uh, I think we would all I mess know. up and be like, uh, oh, what? Like, what, huh? Especially, Wait. yeah, especially, like, <laughs> I mean, her crush, he's a freaking model. Like, come on. He's, like, super, not, like, everybody likes him. He's super popular. So, like, of course she's going to be like, oh, no, mm-hmm. he wouldn't like me. Like, I'm just, my like, I'm not cool enough. I'm like, you know, whatever. And, yeah, I, I totally agree. I love how, because I the thing with, with these characters is, their true selves, at least with Ladybug and Cat Noir, when they're Ladybug and Cat Noir, that's their true selves. Like, Marinette is super confident as Ladybug. She's not clumsy. She knows what to do. And, um, you know, that's kind of trickling into her life as Marinette, at least at this point in the show, like with season three. She's becoming more confident, more like Ladybug in her everyday life. And I love that aspect about... um, this show is when they have the masks on they can be their true selves and i love her design she's so cute and i love that she's a fashion designer like yeah i love her Mm -hmm. fashion design she's so talented yeah and it's it's so it's kind of frustrating because she's so self-conscious too Mm -hmm. but she's so talented and she's so great and i just love her oh my god i know it's Mm -hmm. one of those things where you're like God damn it, Adrian! Fucking notice her. Like she's so, she's so cool. Like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> yeah. Like, why won't you see how awesome she's? I mean, he slowly is at this point now. Mm-hmm. And um, she's super creative too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I think is really cool that she's all of these different things, but she's still super relatable, even if you're not exactly like Marinette. Like. Mm-hmm. And you know, when she's Marinette, she makes certain mistakes that she sees the fault in when she's ladybug like she'll be like okay well maybe i shouldn't have said that to so-and-so when i was marinette because now like this happens and like you know i want to be a better person so yeah i love that about marinette all right then let's move on to everyone's favorite neko boy everyone's cat son adrian aggressed slash cat noir so adrian like i mentioned at the beginning he's a fashion model his dad is a fashion designer we later learn that his mother is an actress like a film actress his parents are pretty famous pretty rich so you know and he's also very famous and very rich but he's an only child so he lives by himself pretty much his dad has like an iron fist over his whole schedule he doesn't even let him go to school at the very beginning of their origins 
um adrian's been homeschooled like his whole life so this is the first time he's had like real friends and gone to a real school so he is extremely awkward sometimes when it comes to making friends and talking to new people because he doesn't know how that whole thing works but when he's cat noir he's very charming and suave and flirty and he thinks he's hilarious Mm-hmm. With his stupid puns. <laughs> but I can appreciate a good pun, so I like his puns, even when they're stupid. Me too. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so yeah, Adrian, uh, he's Marinette's crush, and he's in love with Ladybug. In English, uh, Adrian is played by Bryce Pappenbrook. Y'all know who the hell Bryce Pavenbrook is because he's like in everything. He's every goddamn main character <laughs> in like yeah. almost everything, pretty much. Um, he's Aaron from Attack on Titan. Um, he's Meliodas in Seven Deadly Sins. He's Rin from Blue Exorcist. So he's in a lot of different things, and I love him as Cat Noir. I think everybody has gotten better as the show has gone on with their voices. Like, I can't imagine anybody else being Marina and Adrian, but um, Christina and Bryce. So what do you guys think of Adrian? Our small cinnamon roll child. <laughs> I love him. I think he... I, I really like the aspect about him with his father and starting a new, a new school. Because I can relate to that. I had to move in high school, or the end of middle school to high school. And I'm also very, very shy. So I can see... I can relate to that aspect of his character. But I also really love his persona, Cat Noir, a lot. Like you, I love the puns. I, I could say those puns every day. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> but I also just love how goofy and silly he is. That's probably my favorite aspect of his character. So, yeah, I love him. There's not much else to say. I just love him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chantal, what do you have to? What do you think about? I like Adrian. He's a very cute character. He was one of my favorites until, like, a certain character <laughs> dropped in. <laughs> but, which we'll talk about that later. <laughs> but he's very adorable, and I, I really enjoy his character anytime he's on, and especially as Cat Noir, as you guys said. His puns, anytime he has, like, a bad pun, I'm like, oh my gosh, here we go. But then there's a couple where you're like, oh, okay, that one's a really good one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He is super charming as Cat Noir, and it's he's he's a really fun character when he's Cat Noir, and I feel like he, like you said earlier, Mia, he can definitely be himself as Cat Noir, and I always enjoy yeah. seeing him like mm-hmm. that, that that side of him. Yeah, I that's what I really love, and I think Thomas Asterix said that you know when, especially with Adrian, like when he's Cat Noir, he can be his like you know his entire self. He's not shy. He's very confident. Um, He's not afraid to talk to people, help people. Like, he just wants to do good and and help people. And, you know, he wants Ladybug to notice him, obviously. Which, you know, Mm -hmm. he's... At this point, he's kind of like, okay, well, she's not... (laughs) She's she's not into me, but I'm going to keep trying, because one day she's going to love me. I love that about about his character. Like, oh, man, Mm -hmm. I hope Ladybug notices me one day. But then it's like, she is noticing you, dude. (laughs) <laughs> just not as cat noir. Yeah. <laughs> just um, <don't> no. <laughs> yeah. But I do love yeah, he can be himself. He's just he's just a fun character. He's he's probably like top two favorites for me. 
um, mm-hmm. out of the characters. I mean, I love Marinette, but yeah, again, after, until a certain someone came along, Adrian was probably my favorite. <laughs> 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 All right, so let's move on. Let's move on to Ladybug and Cat Noir's Kiwamis real quick. We have got Tiki, who is Marinette's Kwami. Kwamis are the little creatures that uh, inhabit the miraculous when you say a certain word or a certain phrase. So when you say a certain phrase, they inhabit your miraculous and they give you your superpowers. And so Tiki gives Marinette the, the power of creation. And Plague, who is Adrian's uh, Kwami, he gives Adrian the power of destruction because, you know, that's the other thing that I love about the show is they're like opposites. The black cat symbolizes bad luck, so he's going to cause destruction. And ladybugs are very lucky in lots of cultures, especially in Chinese culture. Yeah, she's going to bring luck and creation. So opposite of destruction, creation. That's why they're the most important to Miraculous. Because when you wear them both at the same time, you can basically do anything. <laughs> you have control over everything, pretty much. Okay. Yeah, so that's part of the lore. There you go. That's why Hawk Moth wants the Ladybug and Cat Miraculous. So uh, in English, Tiki's played by Mela Lee. Um, she played Yuki Cross in um, the dub for Vampire Night. And then in English, Plague is played by our boy, Max Middleman. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, he played Ryuji <laughs> in Persona 5. Um, and we got to meet him. That was cool. So he knows that we love Plague. Plague is awesome. I love him. I love Tiki, too. Um, they're just fun characters. I love them. What do you guys think of, about the Kwamis? I also love them. Um, my favorite is Plague mm-hmm. because he is so lazy and so hilarious. I, I I just I love his comedy and how he all all he wants to do is re- uh, eat camembert cheese and just not work and not do anything. And but Adrian's so high high strung and like wants to save the world, and it's just a really interesting dynamic that they have together. I really like that. Yeah, they're both very, very interesting little Kwamis. They're very cute, but Plague, as Dylan said, is... He, he, you just can't not like him. He's hes gonna end up being your favorite. He's like a little shit sometimes, and I'm just like, <laughs> Oh my gosh, Plague, why are you like this? And then add that with Max Middleman's voice, and it's its just so perfect. Like, I can't imagine anyone else other than yeah, Max. Mm-hmm. Uh, voicing Plague, and it's it's so hilarious. Ugh. I love yeah, Plague. Exactly, because like in French, Plague sounds like a fucking old man, and I hate. Oh it. no. Yeah, no, I don't like his French voice. So Max is like definitive Plague for me for sure. <laughs> I, I, like Adrian equates him to like a floating stomach, which is true. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he's basically a floating stomach. And then Tiki, I mean, Tiki's just adorable. She's like the voice of reason. Even with Marinette, when Marinette makes certain decisions, Tiki's always like, are you sure, Marinette? Like, you know, they're just trying to help you. They're your friends. You know, you should be doing A, B, and C, and you're doing X, Y, and Z. You should probably be doing what you're supposed to, Marinette. Um, I do like Tiki. I like Tiki and Plague interacting with each other. We get more of that um, towards the end of season two and in season three. Um Plague calls her sugar cube. It's the cutest thing yeah, ever. It's so cute. <laughs> Tiki doesn't like that name, but yeah, he calls her sugar I, cube. Yeah. So, it's you know. Uh, so yeah, obviously, you know, they have a history together, so, you know. He has that stupid nickname for her, but it's really adorable. You can see kind of maybe that's maybe maybe Adrian's um stupid puns and jokes and flirtiness gets enhanced by Plague. 
since you know he is kind of like that himself. He's very in love with cheese, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, those are those two Kwamis. Those are the only Kwamis we're gonna talk about, just because there are way too many to discuss, and they're they're the ones we see the most. Because even like uh, Master Fu's Kwami, Waze, the Turtle Kwami, and Nuru, who's the Butterfly Kwami, like they're there, but they don't really. We haven't really seen them kind of interact with other people that much. And we don't see them very often. The other Kwamis as well, like, they barely have personalities. TBH. Yeah. <laughs> let's talk about, um, let's talk about Hawk Moth real quick. The the villain of the show, the main villain, Gabriel Agrest, Adrian's dad. If it's not already obvious to you, like, Gabriel is Hawk Moth, like, duh. Mm-hmm. Like, it's pretty obvious. Um, so, he's a fashion designer. He's Adrian's dad, obviously. And his wife is missing, Adrian's mom. Why is she missing? We don't know. We don't know what happened to her. All we know is that he has found the butterfly miraculous, and somehow he also has the damaged peacock miraculous hidden in his study behind a painting of Adrian's mom. And he wants Ladybug and Cat Noir's Miraculous. For what? I don't know. So, in English, uh, Gabriel Agress is played by Keith Silverstein. He is awesome as Hawkmoth. Like, his voice is so, like, sinister. I love it. Yeah. Like, he's just so cool. And he's just, like, a nice dude, like, you know, on Twitter and stuff. He likes every... Like, every time someone mentions, like, Hawkmoth on Twitter to him, like, he'll like their tweet. So... Yeah. He's cool. I I love his voice as Gabriel. And like it's it's obvious like as soon as like you know you hear them both characters talk it's like okay yeah it's the same person. But that's what I like about the character. Mm-hmm. And I don't really like a lot about Gabriel, but yeah. <laughs> so, thoughts <Yeah>. guys? <laughs> well, you're actually going to have to hold me back because oh my <laughs> freaking god, Hawkmoth is my best boy. <laughs> <laughs> I adore him. I he <laughs> can you hear me blush? Uh, he just wake, wakes up something in me. I don't know what it is. I think it's his voice, and the mask is like a like a wrestler's mask. So <laughs> you know what I want to do with that man. But anyway. <laughs> I love him, and I am so hot. I wish I had a fan right now, but I don't, so we're just going to be hot right now. <laughs> so, yeah. Best boy. I love Pac-Moth so much. I love how he's like a Power Rangers villain, too, that sends out the monsters. I'm going to make that mention again, because they're it's just a fun character. He's, he's so evil, but also kind of suave, and I love that. So, yeah, Hawk Moth is my favorite. I love him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he is an interesting character. And I remember when I was watching this, I was like, wait a minute. He has the same voice as Adrian's dad. I was texting me. I was like, wait, (laughs) wait. (laughs) I was like, is this who I think it is? And she's like, I don't know. Keep on watching. (laughs) I was like, all right. And then once it gets revealed that, yes, he is Hawk Moth, I was like, oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was like, oh no. <laughs> Especially because, you know, he, you know, Adrian is Cat Noir, and you're just like, oh man, they're basically living under the same house. They have no idea. I mean, he almost kind of knew, but like things happen. And same thing with um, Adrian. He almost kind of knew about Hawkmoth, but 
things happened that was really interesting and very very clever that he thought of a yeah. way to like be like nope it's not me can't i can't let you guys know it's like oh i never would have i really wouldn't have thought of that i was like that was really really smart like what <laughs> he's a smart guy yes the reasons why he wants the miraculous you have to find out and watch because it's it's yeah it's understandable but it's also like dude no like why like no <laughs> uh -huh. like i understand but like you're doing gotta, the wrong thing yes, there's gotta be another way <laughs> yeah um yeah so i yes i love this dynamic of like Gabriel and Adrian are living under the same roof. Their roof, their father and son. But Gabriel is Hawkmoth. He's the villain. And Adrian is Cat Noir. They're like arch enemies. But they're also father and son. They love each other. Like there's points where Adrian really wants to get close to his dad and he can't because, you know, his dad's always worried about like where the mom is because his mom's not there. And, you know, it's that like that aspect is one thing that I do enjoy about their relationship or that I find interesting is that, you know, they're both grieving in their own ways and they both understand each other to an extent. But Gabriel is still Adrian's dad and he still has like, you know, certain restrictions he places on Adrian and Adrian's like, please, like, no, I just I just want to be normal. I want to have friends. I want to go to school and I want to do what I want. I don't want to just do what you want me to do. Like, I'm not going to. You know, he's like, I'm not going to get lost. I'm not going to disappear like his mom. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, obviously if Adrian were to disappear as well, then like, you know, Gabriel's probably gonna, I don't know, <laughs> destroy all of Paris, I guess. I'm not sure. <laughs> Maybe. But yeah, that's, I, their relationship is very interesting because it's completely different from like Marinette and her parents. Mm -hmm. It's kind of sad. Yeah. So now let's talk about um, some of the other characters real quick. So we've got um, Alia and Nino, who are Marinette and Adrian's BFFs. Uh, they all go to the same school. They're all in the same class with each other. Alia is super knowledgeable about superheroes. She starts the Lady Blog, so like any blog on updates about Ladybug and Cat Noir. And she's a really good journalist. She's trying to figure out who Ladybug and Cat Noir are. And later on, you know, we get to see in season two that Alia does get to wield a Miraculous. She gets the Fox Miraculous, which has the power of illusions. And I love Rena Rouge. I love her as Rena Rouge. She's so, so cool. So mm -hmm. uh, what do you guys think of Alia? I love Alia. I think she's super supportive and a really, really great friend, especially to Marinette. And I can really appreciate that aspect of her character. I also love that she, you know, started Lady Blog and is really into superheroes because I can also relate to that because, you know, we're, we're all into like superheroes and anime and yeah, so she's very much like us in a lot of ways. Like this is something that we would want to do, I guess. But yeah, I just, I find her so fun and I love her. And I also like... Uh, I cannot remember names. The other boy, I like him too. Oh, I'm Nino. Sorry. Nino. <laughs> Nino, yes. He's he's also very supportive, and I love seeing him try to get Gabriel and Adrian together in a way. Like, yeah. So, I, just, I like their friends. They're fun people. Okay. 
<laughs> yeah, oh. I, I love Alia. She's like the super best friend. She is Marinette's wing woman when it comes to Adrian. She's very, very clever too. And I love that she is like in charge of the lady blog and she's like super confident. She's always there for Marinette to lend an ear, give her a little bit of advice and like um, just support her friend whenever she can, which I think is really, really sweet. And then Nino, Nino's just a fun character. He's always, he just wants uh, the best for Adrian for him to experience life since he's always bottled up in his house and stuff, which I very much appreciate. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so I think, I think they're both really great friends um, to Marinette and Adrian. Um, their personalities are very supportive kind of personalities like alia is really like i said she's a really good wing woman she's always looking out for marinette trying to find opportunities for marinette to like talk to adrian tell marinette like dude just like girl just tell him that you like him like you never know until you try and i do like you know you can see the qualities in them why they get picked to wield certain miraculouses because like alia is super confident she knows her stuff she knows things about superheroes so it was obvious she's gonna be the first one in the show besides marina and adrian to get a to get a miraculous mm -hmm. yes and um i love her with the with that miraculous fox miraculous it's so like it fits her so well like i just love her personality she is also kind of flirty um when she's in her rena rouge persona um She's just so fun, and like, yeah, I, I, I would love to have a friend like Alia, like by my side all the time. Like, if that, if I had a friend like that in high school, I probably would have done way better. Yeah. Um, in English, she's played by Carrie Kiernan. Um, she's from like Madoka Magica. She's in the new Neon Genesis Evangelion dub. So you guys have probably heard her here and there somewhere. She's getting a lot more work, from what I've noticed, um, especially in anime. Um, I love her voice. She's so sweet. Mm -hmm. I love her a lot. And then Nino, I mean, Nino is such a bro, man. Like, yeah, <laughs> Nino, Nino is the best friend that every guy should probably have. He's like the hype man. Like, he's a DJ, so, you know, he's got that kind of, like, dude bro attitude. And I remember yeah. the beginning when I started watching it, I'm like, oh my god, like, really? Like, Nino is so <laughs> out there. And I guess it's because he's always been Ben Diskin in English, and, like... Y'all, Ben Diskin yeah. is like a voice of our fucking childhoods at this point. I know. Like, yeah, because he's like he's been in a lot. He was in Codename Kids Next Door, guys. He's number one and number two in Kids Next Door. And yes. like, I remember when I found that out, I was like, oh my god, that's so true. Yeah. And he's in Kingdom Hearts. Um, he's young Xehanort, and then he's also in Mr. Love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, and so, you know, he's very, um, I, I like, I've gotten used to his voice as Nino. It's not as dude bro as it used to be, like, season one. So, like, he's kind of chilled out, which is good. Um, but I love how supportive he is to Adrian. Like, he doesn't treat him like a kid, like, you know, like, oh my god, dude, how do you not know any of this? Like, no, he helps Adrian out. He wants to, like, break Adrian free, especially in the very first episode. Which mm -hmm. is when Nino gets akumatized. Um... So, you know, you can tell him and Adrian have, like, a very good friendship. And, um, yeah. I love these two characters. I think they're great. Also, they get together. So, 
Yes, they're so cute. Yeah, together. they're so cute, cute together. <laughs> they're dating. They're they're a couple. Uh, it's obvious. And Nino eventually gets the turtle miraculous, um, as you guys saw in season two. Which you know, again, makes sense that he would be the next one after Alia to get a miraculous because yeah. you know. Um, it's just, like, the way it goes, like, in order of people getting miraculous, like, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. So next up, we have Chloe Bourgeois. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> Chloe. Chloe. The token mean girl of the series. At least at the beginning. In season one, she's basically your typical mean girl. She doesn't like Marinette. She doesn't really like anybody. She doesn't even like her, quote-unquote, best friend, Sabrina. Yeah, that made me so sad. <laughs> yeah, she's yeah. she's a rich girl. Her dad is the mayor of Paris, and he owns the big hotel in Paris. So she's very spoiled, very rich. She gets everything she wants. And she makes Sabrina do everything for her. And Chloe also has a crush on Adrian because they're childhood friends, because um, their parents know each other. Because Chloe's mom is like a fashion designer magazine lady um she's very famous she's the one who discovered gabriel agrest and put him on the map as a fashion designer so that's okay. why chloe and adrian know each other because they grew up together as kids because their parents are friends and they were really the only f friends that each other had so that's why adrian is very nice to chloe he gives uh -huh. her the benefit of the doubt a lot because he's grown up with her as a friend um and i feel like he knows that she has a crush on him but he doesn't really like give that a second thought um but eventually chloe does get a miraculous she gets the bee miraculous and she takes her superhero persona as queen bee very seriously which i really appreciated um as the show mm -hmm. has gone on so what do you guys think of chloe she definitely grew on me um i didn't i I don't know. I want to say I don't want to say that I didn't like her at first because I, I understand she's like the antagonist to uh, Marinette, and she definitely has this upbringing that's very different from her. So I don't like. She is a little annoying, but also in a way kind of entertaining because she's just such a bitch, and I love that. <laughs> so yeah, I guess I'm kind of hot and cold with her. I do like how later, how in uh, season two, we get to see her and her butler's interaction in the uh, Despair Bear episode. Mm -hmm. I really like that episode a lot. Mm -hmm. And you definitely get to see more of like her struggles with making friends because because of her upbringing, she's so snobby and she doesn't really know what a true friend is because of that. And I kind of feel bad for her. So. Yeah, so I, I like her and kind of dislike her at the same time, so. Yeah, she is an interesting, <laughs> typical mean girl. Uh, I at first really didn't like her, I was just like, oh my gosh. And then she causes most of the akumatizations, and I'm yeah. like, why? Yeah. Why? <laughs> like, anytime oh anything goes bad, it's mm -hmm. like, like it's, oh. it's always Chloe. Oh, it's probably, it's, it's Chloe, it was Chloe. It's always <laughs> Chloe's fault. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then the way that she gets the bee miraculous, I was like, really? Like, that's how she gets it? <laughs> yeah. And, oh my gosh, the first time she ha has the bee miraculous, she messes up big time because she lets everyone know, like, hey, 
I have this power now, like, look at me. And I'm just like, girl, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> it's being Chloe. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> but then you see why she does that, because she's like, um, she just wants attention from her mom because her mom is uh, not really there, present. Yeah, she's always away. Mm-hmm. So she just wants that attention from her mom, so you're just, you, you can't help but feel a little bit bad for her. You're like, well... Yeah. Alright, like, I'll give you a pass. But as soon as she realizes her mistake, she, you know, grows big time as a superhero. And she, as a superhero, she's really, really awesome. Um, she's fantastic. And I'm like, okay. I, lo- I love her. Yeah, I love her transformation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah, that's one of my favorites. Uh, she definitely knows how to be a hero and... Uh, it sucks that because she exposed herself to the world, she can't really use it as much anymore because Hawk Moth now is going to keep an eye on her to try and snag that Miraculous, which sucks because she really is a good hero. Yeah, ex- yeah, exactly. Like, Chloe, I like, she, I like that she takes it seriously as a superhero because she's also a really big fan of Ladybug. Like, she admires Ladybug. She wants to be like Ladybug. You know, she's always like, oh, Ladybug, I want to be your, be my best friend. Um, text me, you know, oh my gosh, I, I'm friends with Ladybug, blah, blah, blah. You know, she's very excitable when it comes to Ladybug. She has a fucking costume, a Ladybug costume that she wears all the time. <laughs> like, her and Sabrina will pretend to be Ladybug and Cat Noir all the time. Like, they play pretend games. Like, these 14-year-old girls, they play pretend games as Ladybug and Cat Noir. So, you know, Chloe really wants to be like Ladybug. Like, clearly, yeah, she wants attention, but, you know, it's because she's not getting it from her mom. Her dad gives her all the attention because he gives her anything that she wants, but she really Mm -hmm. craves the attention from her mom. And I feel like, you know, she kind of sympathizes with Adrian in that way because Adrian's mom is missing. They grew up together. So, you know, she not only wants to be heroic for herself and for her mom to notice her and for Ladybug to acknowledge her as a superhero, but, she, you know, she has a crush on Adrian. He's her friend. You know, I don't think Chloe wants to be a mean person. That's just her personality because of the way things have gone for her in her life. That's why she's mm-hmm. the way she is. And because she's pretty spoiled. Yeah. And, you know, because she's jealous of Marinette, obviously. Marinette has a lot of friends. Um, all Pretty much all the boys in the At least one boy every other episode in the class has a crush on Marinette at some point. So, you know, she probably sees in Marinette something that she really wants to be like. And she can't, she can't get it. So, you know, she takes it out of Marinette. Even though Marinette is Ladybug. And Chloe really admires Ladybug. Real quick, we're going to move on to a few more characters and then we're going to talk about one character that you know we really want to talk about (laughs) (laughs) so real quick we'll talk about like marinette's parents uh tom and sabine dupen chang i wanted to mention them just because they're cool i like that like you know we talked about adrian's um relationship with his dad well the complete opposite of that is marinette and her parents her parents are some of the most understanding kind nicest people like, they're such good people. Like, they're really good parents. They care about their daughter. They both admire Lady what Ladybug and Cat Noir do. And they, you know, they don't know that it's their daughter. So I really like Marinette's parents. I love their little dynamic together. And they're just super cute. Yeah, I definitely agree. I also love her parents, uh, especially her father. 
as you, know, you, you guessed it. I, <laughs> <love> it <too. laughs> I mean, I just love most of the adults in this show. I guess that's just how I am. I, I typically like older guys, so it makes sense. Yeah. But I, I also just love how supportive they are and how smart they are too. And just yeah, they're just really sweet. So yeah, I like them. Yeah, they're a sweet, sweet little family. Like, I really like their relationship that they have as a family. Like, it's so adorable. And, you know, like, super duper, super duper supportive of Marinette. And they're always there for her to lend a ear for a little bit of advice, cheer her up. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much all we can really say. (laughs) (laughs) And they ship Marinette with Adrian, obviously. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like in the gamer episode, you know, they're like, oh, they're so cute together. <laughs> you know, like we're Marinette's parents in that sense, or they're the fans, or like, yes, get together, please. So, you know, there's that moment, I forget what episode it is, um, where it's Ladybug and Cat Noir, they're in Marinette's house, and, you know, Cat Noir is looking at a picture of Marinette and her parents, and he's kind of like in awe of this photograph. Because, you know, like, he doesn't have that. Like, he has that, there's that big-ass painting you see in the mansion of the, you know, him and his parents. But it's, like, the most cold kind of painting. Like, it's, like, they look happy and maybe it was painted at a time that they were happy. But now it's very cold. The the mansion is cold. It's empty. And, you know, Marinette's little house above, or her little their little flat above the bakery is, like, warm and inviting. And that picture represents something that, you know, Adrian doesn't have at the moment. Mm-hmm. Which I, I really like. I like seeing the, the differences between these characters. And, and show that they really need each other. And again, next we got Master Fu, the guardian of the miraculous box. Sweet old man. Who's a hundred some some years old? I forgot how the fuck old he is. <laughs> he's old. He's an old man, but he is the man who bestows the miraculous upon Marinette and Adrian, and he wields the turtle miraculous for a while until Marinette, you know, has to give it to Nino. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what do you guys think of old Master Fu? He kind of looks like Mr. Miyagi. Yeah, I was just about to say that. <laughs> um, He's definitely the old, wise old sage kind of character, and I also really love how he tests uh, Marinette and Adrian as well to make sure that they're right for the miraculous. I think that was really smart to like pretend to be weak and see if they'll help him. That's really that's really smart. So yeah, I I really like him. I I am very very interested in seeing more about him. So yeah. Yeah, Master Fu is a sweet old man, and he trusts Marinette a lot, since she's always the one that, throughout the rest of the season, she's the one that gives out the miraculous. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's made his mistakes in the past, which you don't really get to know too many details about until recently. We just found out, and I was like, oh... Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> it's um as Mia said earlier, it's very like uh, the last airbender kind of thing going on with Master yeah. Fu. But overall he's a really interesting character, very sweet old man and he tries to help out when he can. I know we're going to see him transform at some point cuz they have um concept art of what his like turtle costume looks like, so I think we're oh. going to get that. 
Eventually. Possible. Yeah. So, but for now, we just have to settle for Nino being the only one with the turtle miraculous. Um, but yeah, Master Fu was pretty cool. Um, yeah, I agree with you, Dylan. I love that he tests Marinette and Adrian to, to make sure that, like, okay, these are the two that I want to wield the cat and bug miraculous, especially because they're the most important miraculouses in the box. Mm -hmm. And he's the guardian of the box. So he has to make yes. sure that, you know, the miraculous are safe, especially because two of them are missing. Like, he doesn't have the butterfly or the peacock. It's just very interesting to see what's going on with Master Fu and his relationship between Marinette, with Marinette and Adrian later on, because you know he is very hesitant to give out any information um, to just Marinette. Um, but eventually, you know, he does come around, and Adrian knows who he is and kind of knows more information uh, about things. Mm-hmm. So there you go, uh, Master Fu and Marinette's parents. And now we're going to talk about. Our boy, best boy. <laughs> I had to save him for last because uh, there's just so much I love about this character. We're gonna talk about Luca. Yeah. My emo, my emo dream boy. The emo dream boy of my like, oh, the boy of my dreams. Pretty much, I love Luca so much. <laughs> so Luca is, um, he's older than Marinette and Adrian. He's like about 16 years old. Marinette and Adrian are like 14. Um, everybody in their class is like 14 years old, so Luca's a little bit older than everybody else. Um, he is Julica's bro older brother. Julica is one of the classmates in Marin and Adrian's class. So Luca doesn't show up until season two in Captain Hard Rock, and he, along with uh, Kagami, who is um, another character that we don't get until season two, he is a love interest to be put in, so that way, um, you know, it gets more interesting. Um, because he likes Marinette and Kagami likes Adrian. So, I mean, we can talk about Kagami as well, along with Luca, just because they're both the, like, love interests kind of put into season two to kind of, like, throw you off a little bit, especially with the love square. Um, mm -hmm. but I love Luca so much. He's so sweet. He's very, he's super nice. He's a really good brother to Julica. Um, he gives Marinette really good advice, and he plays guitar. Mm -hmm. And he wears black nail polish, like, come on. Come on. <laughs> and that hair, like, oh, uh, he's just, I love him so much. Um, he's just, uh, he's so, I, I don't know what else to say, I just, I love Luca a lot. And I wish there was more of him. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I wish there was more time with Luca. <laughs> Anytime we get a little bit of screen time, I'm like, oh my gosh, here we go. Even if it's like for a split second, I'm like, god damn it, I miss Luca already. He has really awesome hair. It's like a nice pale, not really pale, like a mint. It's like a turquoise. Yeah. It's not quite V for Mystic Messenger Blue, but it's like turquoisey kind of hair. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I, I, I'm a sucker for those type of hair colors. Yeah. <laughs> And he's a good boy, and uh, when Mia told me, she's like, you're gonna have to wait until Luca, she's like, you're gonna fall in love with them. I was like, alright, I don't know about that, but she was right. I was like, Mia, I understand now, yeah. I have seen it. Um, <sighs> Jeremy Zag, who's the one of the producers of the show, he's like the big executive producer of Miraculous, um... 
because it's like his studio one of his, his studio is one of the studios that makes the show jeremy zag like when they were talking about adding these love interests to the show he was like oh everyone is gonna fall in love with luca and he was right <laughs> yeah he's oh my god he's such a good boy and... he's so sweet <laughs> especially after the Especially after the Frozer episode, oh my god. That was so sweet. Yeah. Like, uh, he can obviously tell Marinette has a crush on Adrian, but that doesn't really stop Luca from liking Marinette, which I like. Mm -hmm. If anything, he's, like, really supportive of, of her. Like, he's just like, you know what? Just follow your heart. Go go after the boy. And I was like, oh my god. I was like, but you love her. But you're being, like, super cool about this. Like, <laughs> Like, Marinette, yeah. if you don't want him, I'll, I'll gladly take him. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan, your thoughts? Uh, yeah, he is a really, really sweet boy. I love that he's a musician. I love his relationship with his sister, Julika, too. Because Julika is one of my favorite characters. Mm -hmm. I can really relate to her a lot. Because she's, you know, the quiet girl. And I was the quiet boy in school, so I could kind of relate to her character. But I also love how he is, like, his relationship with Adrian's really interesting because he doesn't seem very, like, animosity, doesn't show any, any animosity towards him, really. But, like, like he, he, he's just, he kind of understands him in a way. And I just, I just think he's really sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, like, when I first heard they were going to add these love interests, I was like, oh, what the fuck? Because Kaga like, Kagami, I was like, oh, I don't like her. I'm like, oh, she's so annoying. Like, she's gotten better as the show has gotten on. Um, as, a, as a little love rival um, with Marinette. She's the better love rival than, like, Lila or Chloe, uh, for obvious reasons. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, like, you know, Kagami came, she comes in way earlier than Luka does. And it's just like, okay, whatever, like, just get rid of her i don't like i don't want to see her and then and then you meet luca in the heart captain hard rock episode and like i don't know what it was but like he shows up he starts playing guitar for marinette he just has like the sweetest things to say and like the sweetest voice and he's just so chill like that's what i love about him he's just the chillest dude like i could totally see myself just hanging out with him like as a yeah. friend like just chilling he plays guitar for a while and we just like talk about whatever and he loves jagged stone like that's so cool like him and marina have the yeah. same like favorite singer that's so cool um and like he can just tell that you know marinette like it's because you're we're getting the satisfaction we want out of like oh he's a boy that sees uh what's great about marinette almost instantly that adrian doesn't see mm-hmm <laughs> And so it's like, do I ship Luca and Marinette? Because Luca already <laughs> likes her, and he sees what a great person she is. Or do I ship Adrianette because it's Adrianette, and Marinette has a huge crush on Adrian, and you just want them to get together because you want Adrian to see how great Marinette is. But, like, Luca already sees how great Marinette is. And she still gets nervous and kind of, like, clumsy when she's around Luca because, you know, he's a cute boy and he likes her and... He plays the guitar, and he's super adorable. Like, yeah, Marinette, if you ain't gonna take Luca, I will take him, too. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just, I, I love him so much. Like, this is so different from us thirsting over, like, 
Miyuki and Chris from Ace of Diamond. This is more like. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> this is more just like, uh, why was there, why were there no boys like this in high school? For me because i would have wanted to be friends with them so bad because then maybe i would have been able to date them mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but i i love luca and um yeah he may or may not get a miraculous in season three but i won't say you'll, have to, you'll have, have to watch the show to find out it's pretty mm -hmm. obvious if he gets one you'll know which one he gets again base it on the colors people Yes. For those of you listening out there. <laughs> Alright, so we've talked about the characters. So now I have a few things I wanted to just talk about myself because every time I talk about this show, I always want to talk about specific things. Um, and probably one of the most specific and unique things about this show is the love square. Uh -huh. So, what the love square is, for those of you that don't know, or do not have a diagram handy, I will put one on the screen um, <laughs> for ed ed in editing, post. Um, so, the love square is the love relationship between Marinette and Adrian. So, you have a square, you put Marinette in one corner, Adrian in the other corner, Cat Noir in one corner, and Ladybug in the other corner. Adrian is in love with Ladybug. Marinette is Ladybug. Marinette's in love with Adrian. Adrian is Cat Noir. And Cat Noir is in love with Ladybug, obviously, because it is also Adrian. But then the relationship between Marinette and Cat Noir. Like, what do they think about each other? What does Adrian think about Marinette? He thinks she's a good friend. And, of course, Ladybug just thinks Cat Noir is an idiot, but also a good friend. So, <laughs> so the love square is this unique thing that, like, was one of the other draws of the show that I really liked. Is why I kept sticking around and watching, because... I wanted to see more of the love square. That's what a lot of people, um, especially on Tumblr, a lot of the fans and, and Twitter too, I guess, at this point now, um, people have their specific ship in the love square. It's the same two people, obviously, it's the same people, but there's different ship dynamics. So we've got like Adrianette, that's Adrian and Marinette and their dynamic. We've got Lady Noir, Ladybug and Cat Noir and their dynamic. Uh, Marichat, which is Marinette and Cat Noir. Um, their dynamic, and of course, eh, Ladrian, that's what that one is called. I, for, I almost forgot what that ship was called. Ladrian is Ladybug and Adrian. Um, and basically that ship is they're just blushy around each other because, you know, he's around Ladybug, oh my god, it's my crush. She's around Adrian, oh my god, it's my crush. They can barely speak to each other in that ship. Um, so what do you guys think of the Love Square? What's your favorite ship out of the Love Square? Oh, oh boy, this is, this is tough. Well, I mean, I I really love their miraculous forms, so I am a uh, Cat Noir and Ladybug shipper. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's, I just I feel like that's their more interesting form, and I love how they can become more like themselves. But at the end of the day, honestly, I'm just like I, I'm a, I'm I'm both. I'm a shipper of both. I can't decide. <laughs> so. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's hard. I mean, it's totally fine. Cause I mean, again, it's the same two people. I remember my brother right. telling me like, why is it so important that there's four different ships? It's the same two people. 
Like, I don't get the love square. Why is that a thing? And I'm just like, because it's not, like I said, it's not just that it's the same two people. It's their different personas with each other. Like, Marina and Cad Noir is vastly different from Marina and Adrian and Adrian yes. and Ladybug. So, like, there's different aspects of these relationships that, you know, eventually we want to see just in a relationship between the two of them as any of their personas because, you know, we want them to find out each other's identities and also be together mm -hmm. right so yeah uh so chantal what do you think what's, what's, love square? what's your favorite ship oh man this whole love square is so frustrating man <laughs> because like as the audience you know their situations and you're like oh my god open your eyes if you look closely you will know or and think like, a little harder, Adrian. Yeah. <laughs> just a little more. <laughs> and then the Kwamis know. Yeah. They know their identities. Yeah, and they can't say anything. Yeah, Tiki and Plag know that uh, Marinette and Adrian are, are related by Cat Noir. Yeah, um, Tiki just acts like nothing happened and she doesn't really mention it the one that somewhat mentions it is plague and i'm like oh my gosh because like he'll say something like super clever like without adrian really knowing mm -hmm. of course um <laughs> i can't remember exactly how he said but he's like something about like having two pots on the oven or something like that even and he's like even though it's the same pot and he like starts giggling to himself i'm like oh my god plague <laughs> Uh, it's so frustrating, but well, and and Plague uh. knows Marinette separately. Yeah, because he's had to talk to her before, mm -hmm. like as just Plague. So there's also that added thing of like, oh, he knows she's Ladybug. Like he knows how great she is, and he can't say anything to Adrian. Yeah, which just makes Adrian an even bigger dummy. Mm -hmm. He's a Adrian is a dumb, but we love him. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I think my favorite ship. Oh, what's your favorite ship, Chantal? Uh, oh man, that's kind of hard. Cause like, there's certain things that you like of from each ship with this whole love square. But I think I agree with Dylan. You know, them being Cat Noir and Ladybug. That's where they're really themselves. So you're like, oh, that that's kind of adorable. Especially like with Cat Noir, how he's always trying to like win Ladybug's heart and you're like, oh my gosh. Like I really like how he's always trying to win her over. Especially now lately. Like he's just not gonna give up even though Ladybug's always turned him down and she's like, I'm in love with someone else and I'm like, girl. <laughs> girl. It's look a him. little closer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man. Well I mean, you know, a lot of people always complain like, how come they're so stupid? How do they not know that it's each other? Well Ladybug says it herself in the Lady Wi-Fi episode because it's magic. Like their mask, their costumes are magic. It's like it's magic. Yeah. It's the it's the Clark Kent is Superman thing. He puts on the glasses. You can't tell he's Superman. It's stupid. Like the audience, we know that he's Superman, but everybody else can't tell. The glasses just somehow block everyone's perception. Like they can't tell he's Superman. It's the same thing with this. Like, it's not right. that everyone's stupid, it's just the masks cover it up. Like, I mean, yeah, Marinette and Ladybug have the same hair. Duh. It's, it's the same person. But even so, you can't tell. Mm -hmm. And also because their personalities right. are slightly different. 
Ladybug isn't clumsy like Marinette, so obviously you won't be able to tell that she's Ladybug. Adrian is more quiet than Cat Noir, who's super flirty. Like, obviously you won't be able to tell that they are each other. But again, uh, these qualities are leaking into each other, I think, at this point. Right. My yeah. favorite ship is actually Adrianette. Um, just because it's super cute. I mean, it's very vanilla, but I think it's adorable. Because I know at some point they're going to get together. Like, that's what the creator said. That's endgame. They're going to get together. Mm -hmm. They're going to be together. They're going to be in a relationship together. Eventually, they will find out. They will know. Um, mm -hmm. So I'm looking at, like, the big picture, the end result, which is, you know, they're going to be in their civilian form most of the time. So right. when they're finally together, it's Marinette and Adrian, like, holding hands or, like, sitting mm -hmm. next to each other, like, being cute. Like, that's what I think of um, with the love square. I mean, I love Lady Noir. I love that ship. It's great. I love, yeah, that's their real personalities coming alive, coming together. Um and the other two ships are cute, too. But, I mean, again, the Ladrian ship, they don't say anything to each other because it's just like, oh, that's my crush, oh my god, I'm blushing. And then Marinette and Cat Noir, it's just like, haha, we're just, like, here. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, it, it more, more recently, like, Cat Noir gets to, Adrian gets to know more about Marinette as Cat Noir because, you know, they'll have moments together where, you know, he's like... Oh, like, is it in season two when he takes her to the... Yeah, it is season two. When he takes her to the the place where he that he made for Ladybug, and Ladybug didn't show up, and so he takes Marinette instead. And, you know, she kind of realizes, oh, he's, like, actually really nice, really sweet. Like, why did I... Like, I should have at least, like, come here with him. Like, I know he likes me, but, you know, I, I'm in love with Adrian, but, you know. And there he kind of realizes, like, oh, Marinette's really sad. She, you know, wow, I didn't know that about her, that she's very vulnerable in this kind of state. I should do something nice for her because she's a good friend. So here we go. Mm -hmm. Also with Adrianette, like, I mean, Marinette gives him that lucky charm. He's kept it this entire time. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and, then, and then for her birthday, he makes her a lucky charm and gives it to her for her birthday. Like, he didn't have to do that. Like, that's Adrian giving that to Marinette because he considers right. her, you know, a very close friend. And then, you know, she stands in a goddamn souffle dish and kisses him on the cheek. What the fuck? Mm -hmm. So, like, yeah. you know, he kind of has an inkling, obviously, like, oh, Marinette likes me. Yeah. So I like that aspect of the ship. This love square. And I just think it's a unique thing that not other, not any other show has. Like, not even any anime series have, like, a love square kind of thing going on. There's always a love right. triangle. Like, Fruits Basket love triangle. Like, oh, who's she gonna end up with? Kyuki or Kyo? Or, like, a reverse harem. Like, oh, this is my favorite boy. She should get with that boy. Or a regular harem. Oh, he should get with that girl. She is best girl. Um... Mm -hmm. You know, like, there, there's nothing like the love square in really anything. From what I can remember. Yeah, it's very unique. Which is why I love it. Which is why I think, you know, a lot of people would really enjoy the show. I mean, it is frustrating, like you said. But 
it's a good kind of frustrating because I know what yeah. the end result is going to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it makes you want to watch more. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And speaking of the love square, I want to talk about my favorite scene, which I don't think I've mentioned to either of you. Um, it's probably everyone's favorite scene, or at least the most iconic scene in the series. Oh, I know what you're talking point. about. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm talking about the umbrella scene at the end of the second Origins episode. So when this first came out, oh, everyone, yeah. oh <laughs> everyone was pretty shook when the umbrella scene came out and happened because one, the animation is gorgeous in that scene alone. Um, it's raining, it's kind of cloudy. Um, the budget was really high up on that, at least that one scene, because the animation is very fluid. It's very, it's, it's gorgeous. I love it. Um, the music is beautiful. It's a soft piano kind of thing playing. Um, and Adrian plays piano, so you know it fits. Um, it's the moment where, because it's the Origins episode, or the second half of the Origins episode, so basically when Marinette first meets Adrian, she doesn't like him. She thinks he's exactly like Chloe, he's mean, she thinks he was putting gum on her seat, but he wasn't, he's trying to remove the gum. And so, you know, it's his first day of class and stuff, and so, you know, after all this happens and they've been Ladybug and Cat Noir for their first kind of outing as superheroes together, uh, it's raining and Marinette doesn't have an umbrella. I mean, she lives across the street from the damn school, but, you know, she still has to walk home. And... Adrian decides to apologize to her because, you know, her his first her first impression of him was not good. So he talks to her, lets her know, hey, I wasn't trying to, like, put gum on your seat. I was trying to remove it. I don't... I've never been to school before. I've never had any real friends. So this is my first time, like, you know, talking to people. I don't really know how it works out. And he offers her his umbrella. And the moment he does that lightning strikes and there's this old french saying of like when lightning strikes that's like when love happens or something like that i'm pretty sure that's what they're going for i mean they're french so yeah um but that's the moment that marinette falls in love with adrian and it's like the most iconic scene honestly from the series still at this point and it's a season one moment so what do you guys mm -hmm. think about the scene uh i mean i just explained everything but i don't know what are your thoughts on it yeah, I, I definitely agree with you that that was a really, really beautiful scene. And I really, I, I now I, I understand what you meant, said about the uh, the lightning strike. I didn't know that part. I didn't know about that with, like, French culture. And I, I, I just think it's, it's a super cute scene. And I honestly almost teared up when you described it to me because it's, it's really, really heartfelt. It also kind of made me a little frustrated, though, because... <laughs> like, you know what I really wanted to happen? I wanted him to be like, let's walk home together and oh, share yeah. an umbrella. <laughs> yeah. And it makes sense though, because his driver was like right outside. So I guess they wouldn't do that. But if his driver wasn't there for whatever reason, they could have walked home together. Well, I mean, and then she's across the street. So I guess it wouldn't work out that much. But still, <laughs> I, that's what I wanted to happen in my, my shoujo trash anime brain. I just wanted them to get closer. <laughs> yeah. So, that's how I would end the episode. <laughs> you know, I, I never thought about that until you just mm -hmm. mentioned that. I'm like, oh yeah, that's like that'd be a pretty good way to end that scene. Well, I mean, we could get another umbrella scene down the down the line. 
Yes. Or maybe they oh, that'd be so together. great. Oh my god, that would like tie everything together. Yeah. <gasps> I'm sure someone has written. All the writers. <laughs> I'm sure someone has written. Yeah, tell. Hey, if you're working on season five, guys, please. Already, if you're already writing season five episodes, give us credit for that. Give Dylan yeah. credit for that. <laughs> um, no, I. Uh, no, I never thought about it that way. But. Um, I mean, I'm sure there's someone's written a fanfic where that happens. Probably. <laughs> mm-hmm. But no, I can definitely see see where you're coming from there. Yes, it could be a little frustrating. Um, but it, again, honestly, the origins episodes, the creator said that those were kind of more like bonus episodes for the fans to enjoy. Because, you know, the show starts off, they're already superheroes. Everybody knows who they are. So the Origins episodes are kind of like a, oh, you want to know how they became Ladybug and Cat Noir? You want to know how Marinette got a crush on Adrian? Here you go. Here's a little extra. That's why it's kind of like, oh, these are like bonus episodes. So watch them at the end of season one. Which I don't know why Netflix put them in the middle. Like, Netflix, y'all need to fix your episode order. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Chantal, what do you think of the umbrella <laughs> scene? Yeah, it was really, really sweet. And like seeing how, you know, the moment that she falls in love with Adrian, it was so sweet because she doesn't really like him at first. And I'm like, oh man, like what's going on? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like Marinette, like he's just trying to be nice and you're letting Chloe get in the way, basically. <laughs> And that umbrella scene is just so adorable. He's just trying to be nice and clear things up. And like Dylan said, I honestly thought they were gonna walk home together. And but he's like, no, here's here's the umbrella. Here you go. I'm like, oh, okay. (laughs) That's a a very Adrian thing to do, though, because he's he's like kind of dopey and not completely there. So it makes sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, and and I mean, yes, it's. Like, you, you want them to be romantically together. But I love at the end of the scene where Plague's like, ooh, you've got another girl um, to, like, maybe be romantic love interest with. And he, I forgot what Plague says exactly, but basically that's what he's saying. And then Adrian's yeah. like, oh, what? Like, you know, no, she's just, like, a friend, you know? And then he kind of is like, oh, my gosh, like, I just made a friend. Yeah, like, oh, oh, my yeah. gosh, like, I made a friend, oh, my God. Like, it's the cutest thing ever. And it's just, like... I mean, at this point, we're kind of tired of Adrian being like, oh, Marin is just a, a friend. She's just a really good friend, blah, blah, But that scene right there is, it's okay when he says that, like, oh, she's my friend. Like, it's his realization, like, oh, my God, like, I can do this. I made fr- I made a friend outside of home. Like, I can do this. I can, I'm normal. Like, I, I can live a normal life. I have friends. And, yeah, I love that. I mean, he's friends with Nino at that point, I guess. I mean, he doesn't really, like... It's, like, a kind of already, like... It doesn't need to be said that him and Nino are friends at the end of that Origins episode. But, like, Marinette is, like, the first person he is, like... Oh, my God. Like, I made a friend. All on my own. Mm-hmm. Especially because he thought she hated him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I guess... I, I guess maybe, like, Marinette telling Adrian like giving him a kiss on the cheek and stuff at the end of season two is close to that 
kind of scene because now because it's in front of everybody else. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I think we need another scene like the umbrella scene where it's just the two of them together. Um, yeah, I definitely think we're gonna get one later for sure. So do I, especially yeah. especially if eventually they do find out. I mean, they're going to obviously. Especially, I hope that's how they uh, reveal to each other. Everyone speculates how the reveal is gonna go. Um, well, I mean, we could talk about that actually. That's another question I have. So. You know, okay, so I, I think we're, we're done talking about the umbrella scene. What do you guys think in the comments? Let us know what you guys thought of the umbrella scene, the most iconic scene from Ladybug uh, Miraculous at this point. So the reveal, it's going to happen at some point. But who do you think is going to reveal first? Or who do you think is going to find out that the other is a superhero first? A lot of people speculate. Um, I kind of want Adrian to find out that Marinette is Ladybug first, but without telling her. Like, she doesn't need to tell him. I just want him to figure it out. Because then, then we can see more of Adrian being like, oh my gosh, like, Marinette's lady, been Ladybug this whole time. Oh my gosh, I'm so stupid. Like, how did I not see this before? It's been Marinette this whole time. Like, Marinette is the one I'm in love with. Oh my gosh, Marinette, Marinette, Marinette. And then he can finally kind of, like, fight for her, I guess. <laughs> So I kind of mm. want Adrian to find out that Marinette is Ladybug, but without her saying anything. I don't know how that's gonna how that would happen, but I just I want that to be the case. But what do you guys think? Um, yeah, I I definitely agree with you. I think that would be more like it would make more sense, and it would also be more satisfying to the fans too. I think because we've been struggling with this for so long, <laughs> along with Adrian's dumbball journey <laughs> so it would be really I think it would be better that way too I agree with you So, yeah I was thinking Marinette at first but after hearing you talk about it I'm like well yeah that makes a lot more sense like if you really think about it that would be more interesting than you know having Marinette because she, I feel like she's a little bit more clever and smarter and maybe she'll eventually catch on but then again, like, but he's so different from Cat Noir, so it's kind of like, there's no way she could tell. Yeah, well, it's kind of like, and it's kind of like, she refuses to believe that Adrian could be Cat Noir. Just because yeah. she's like, oh, he is nothing like Cat, Cat Noir is nothing like Adrian. Adrian is the most perfect person in the world, and Cat Noir is a raging idiot. <laughs> 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 like, but Marinette, it could be the same person, you don't know Adrian's true personality. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I I hope the reveal is something like that where one of them secretly finds it out but they don't say anything um, just because, you know, it's like oh, I don't want to ruin anything but I'm not going to say anything because also, you know, they don't want to you know, let Hawkmoth know obviously yeah. especially That's because true. they still don't know who Hawkmoth is we do as an audience but the characters don't mm-hmm. Right. we're done with that little topic um, what do you guys think in the comments? Let us know. Please let us know. I'm very curious to know what you guys think. Um, okay, so I have a few more questions of my own, and then we can go on to the questions that were asked on Twitter. So my next question is, okay, so you guys mentioned there are some characters you are not fans of. So who are those characters and why? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> so who wants to go first? 
I think Chantal should go first because I have to think about this. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. Go ahead. <laughs> well, for me, I think it. Well, I mean, if you watch the show, I feel like it might be the obvious answer. <laughs> the one that I really don't like would have to be Lila. Lila is just. Do you think Chloe's a bitch? <laughs> yeah, you but, haven't met Lila. <laughs> yeah, Lila's Lila's an even bigger bitch. Honestly, mm -hmm. she's so she's so awful. She's so mean. Yeah, she's yeah. very very cruel, <coughs> and uh, she's also very clever with her lies because even oh my gosh those lies that she says and i'm like oh my gosh like how is anyone believing you though and then marinette she's the only one that can really see who she really is and adrian too and it's just like why like like i i, I kind of get why she's a little bit of a liar but at the same time it's just like girl why are you lying why why you like there's no need for all this drama, for all this gigantic disaster you're trying to cause. Mm -hmm. <sighs> and then she's trying to make it her mission to make Marinette's life as miserable as possible. Like, yeah, even more than Chloe. Because mm -hmm. at this point, I don't think Chloe really cares about Marinette that much anymore, like, being mean to her. Yeah, Chloe's definitely chilled down. A lot. <laughs> but I mean, once you meet Lila, you're like, oh no, Chloe's nothing. She... <laughs> Chloe's an angel compared to Lila. Yeah. At least Chloe doesn't lie her ass off and have people believe that shit. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Anytime she pops in, I'm just like, oh my god, here we go. Here we go again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. I think the good thing, though, is that Adrian also knows that Lila is a huge liar at this point. Because at first he's like, oh, I don't, you know, he doesn't have a problem with her. And then he sees that she is not a mm -hmm. sincere nice person and i mean i kind of wish he would speak up more just because like obviously he can see that marinette knows that lila is a complete huge liar but i feel like he wants to stay neutral and just kind of like i mean agree with marinette and be like hey like but also like kind of try to work it behind the scenes where he can talk to lila privately and be like hey you need to like stop lying because i know you're lying and it's not going to work on me Mm-hmm. At least Adrian has Marinette's back when it comes to Lila. Yeah, because even Alia... Oh, man, Al Alia. Alia, why? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so oh. I, I agree. I pr I'm sure. I'm pretty sure, yeah, Lila is the one I, I dislike the most. I mean, mm -hmm. they did a good job with her because she's oh. such a bitch. Like, I hate yeah. her. Mm -hmm. She's I just... Yeah, she's just so annoying, and she's super clever with her lies and yeah. her trying to get what she wants. Like she gets it super easily. She managed to wiggle her way in with uh, Adrian's dad. Yeah. Okay, so Dylan, who do you dislike the most in this show? Because you know, it, it, again, it's okay for us to dislike characters. That's the fun about this show. Is like, there's characters you love to hate. Right. Um, well, actually, my least favorite character, um, I, I haven't watched season three yet, so I don't know how he is in this season, but I don't like Kim. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly because he's the, 
you know, the typical jock boy. And I, I never, you know, I never had that friend, so I don't know how they are. But he's just, he's so pompous, and I just, ah. Uh, I don't I don't really care about him. Even though even though I do like my muscle boys, I he also has to have a good personality too, so I don't know. Just just Kim's not my favorite. You know, I completely understand. Yeah, Kim Yeah. Kim is an idiot. Although I will say that I really like him and Chloe together. And Ooh. I, I, I felt really bad when Chloe got like, like, rejected him in season one. I, yeah. I, I felt bad for him, and I, I think they would. They're, they're two kind of bitchy people that would go perfectly together. <laughs> so let the bitches be bitches. I always say. <laughs> yeah, it's it's interesting you say that because a lot of people actually ship Chloe with Nathaniel. Oh um, yeah, a lot of people oh. ship them together. But I mean, Nathaniel and Mark, though, like, come on. Mm-hmm. We need more of these, like, LGBT ships, guys. Come on. I agree. Oh my god. Mark, Mark is that. also fucking adorable, too. Like, uh, he's so cute. Definitely another, like, one of my, like, um, someone I will, probably would have been friends in high school mm-hmm. with. Because he's fucking adorable, and he's a writer. Like, come on, I'm gonna love him. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, a lot of people ship Chloe with Nathaniel. Uh, Kim and Chloe is a pretty good ship. Um, I don't know, the Siren episode with Ondine. who's played by Erica Harlicker in the English Oh, film. yeah. She's, like, she's adorable. <laughs> I love her. Um, I love that character. And, like, you feel so bad for her, because, like, oh, she obviously likes Kim, and, like, she probably only gets to see him when they're at swim practice, and, like, yeah, so, no, but I can totally see why you don't like Kim. Like, yeah, in the fucking anime episode, I'm like, Kim, you're a fucking idiot. Like, why would you insult this animal to its face? Oh, I know, that was so frustrating. Like, no wonder this fucking dude is gonna go after you, you dumbass. Yeah. (laughs) Um... I'm just kind of like, Max, why are you best friends with Kim? Like, what the fuck? Yeah. I know, I love Max, too. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, Max is cool. Mm-hmm. I think he's too nerdy sometimes, though. I'm like, dude, shut up. Nobody cares. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Calm down. You don't need to read all these statistics to us. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I love the class. Actually, what do you guys think of their class, their homeroom class? We could talk about them a little bit. Especially because literally everyone in their class has been akumatized. Yes. Oh man. So, yeah. Even the teacher, Miss Bustier. Yeah, I definitely have a favorite character that we didn't talk about that I is probably my ultimate ship, <laughs> um, and that is Ivan and Maylin. Oh, I love Ivan and Maylin. They're so cute. <laughs> I love them, and I can relate to both of them in different ways. Uh, with Ivan, he's the bigger boy. Kind of, he looks like a bully, but he's really not. And uh, he's also the goth boy too, kind of, hmm. uh, or like the or like the metal punk kid, I guess. Yeah. Um, I, I like that part of him too, and I can also just really relate to him for being the bigger kid because, you know, people underestimate him or overestimate him. Maybe like they, you know, they think because he's bigger, he's stronger, but. Inside, he's, like, a really sweet, like, 
innocent guy who likes to write love songs and like I just love them so much and I love Mei Lin. I think she's really sweet and I can also relate to her like being afraid of a lot of things and I just I think they work really well together and they're just super cute and I just love them so much. So yeah, they're my favorite like classmate characters for sure. Oh, yeah, I love them too. They're such a cute ship and I love that they're like the first ship in the show that like becomes like canon like they're the first like relationship in the class out of like all of their friends that's like canon yes um because like now at this point they've been like together for a while so like you know they go to the ice cream man and like they they've gotten like the love ice cream or whatever already like they've been on dates together and like they're still you know friends with everybody like they're they're not the couple that's like oh yeah we just hang out with each other we don't hang mm-hmm. out with our friends anymore. Like, I hate when people are like that. Like, when they stop hanging out with their friends just to be with their yeah significant other, like, and nobody else. Like, that's not a healthy relationship. Like, hanging out with your oh, friends and being together as friends and, and not just as, like, romantic partners. But, like, also just as friends in general, like, and hanging out with your friends and having a good time. Like, I love that they're one of the couples that, like, you can see that in um, in the show. Yeah, I definitely agree. Mm-hmm. Um, my other favorite character that we didn't talk about was Julica. Well, we talked about her a little bit. Um, and I, I talked about her a little bit. But I love her, uh, how she's kind of like the invisible girl. And I think a lot of us can relate to that. How we don't get the time to shine, really, in school. Especially in high school. Because high school is just... <laughs> a mess. It's a popularity but, contest. Yeah. <laughs> and so I can relate to her because, you know, I was I was very shy and very like I only had like two friends in high school. So it's I just I really love her character and I love I especially love the episode where she can't get her picture taken. Mm-hmm. That was one of my favorite episodes. I Ooh, love that so Reflecta, much. That episode yeah. really good. Mm-hmm. Reflect Doll, which is a season three episode. Oh, <gasps> so good. Oh my god, I'm so excited. <laughs> so good. Oh, I can't wait for you to see that. It's oh, it's beautiful. It's Yay. beautiful. All I have to say about that episode, Kwame Swap. Oh. Miraculous Swap. That's interesting. It's so good. <laughs> Um, Ooh, I'm excited. Yes, that's re- that's all I will say about that episode. It's like a sequel to the Reflecta episode. Um, oh, cool. So, Chantal, or is that is that how you want to talk? All you wanted to say, Dylan? Yeah, those are my other like, okay. favorite characters. Okay, Chantal. Uh, okay. <laughs> to me, my favorites from the class would be Julika too and um, Rose. I love their little friendship. Like they're oh, so adorable yeah. together. Oh yeah, people ship them together a lot too. Yeah. So like, you know. They're just so cute together and their yeah. interactions are very, very adorable and Rose is just so sweet. Yeah. Like Rose getting akumatized was always like, what? Like even mm-hmm. Rose, like she's so sweet and cute and like, nope, she can get akumatized too. Yeah, I love, yeah. I love her relationship with Julika also. Like, they have such a good friendship. Um, oh, yeah. I can, I can see why people would ship them, too, because they're really adorable together. Mm-hmm. They are. 
like you know if they did end up being girlfriends like ooh, i would love that so cute i would too. oh that was mm -hmm. so great i never thought about that until just now so yeah. i'm now i'm thinking about it <laughs> <laughs> yes um a lot of people consider that to be kind of canon um i mean they haven't outright said anything like i think they have said like we're friends like that they're friends and they have like a, a friendship but i'm not sure if it's like discreetly like romantic or they're just really really good friends and like like you know because sometimes you know really good friends are just like that yeah mm -hmm. um you know nothing wrong with that but it would still be really adorable if they got together <laughs> yeah but I, I like them too. I love Julika. Julika's probably my favorite character in the class. Just because, mm -hmm. like, you know, reasons. I love her. She's so cute. I love her style. Her, like, purple hair. I mean, you know, purple is my favorite color. I gotta gotta go with the purple. Yes. She's yes, super the purple cute. hair. Yeah, she's super <laughs> cute. Like, she looks like someone I would have wanted to be friends with in high school. Like, she's so cute. And, like... She's just a good friend, and everyone wants to, you know. Eventually, everyone is like, in that reflective episode, you know, they're like, yeah, we want Julka in the pictures and stuff, like. And, you know, she gets to be in the pictures, and everything's all good. And then, of course, you know, like we were mentioned earlier when we talked about Luca, like, she and Luca have a really good sibling relationship. Like, mm -hmm. you know, he's a really good brother to her, and he really cares about her. And, you know, you can tell she really cares about him. Um, like, they're good siblings, and, you know, Julga's a good friend. I also really like Nathaniel a lot, too. And I like Alex, too. Yeah. Like, Alex is cool. But actually, I know the creator said that, like, originally, Alex, Chloe, and Sabrina were supposed to be, like, a trio. Because um, they were supposed to be an homage to Sam, Alex, and Clover from Totally Spies. Oh, that makes oh. sense. Yeah, so that's okay. why, like, Chloe has blonde hair like Clover, Alex is named Alex, and Sabrina has red hair like Sam. Uh, but then they, cool. then they scrapped that, so Alex isn't, like, part of Chloe and Sabrina. She's just, like, there. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Interesting. So, yeah, so there's another little fun fact for you guys cool. about Miraculous. See? Mm -hmm. It's just so interesting. <laughs> um, okay, so we talked about the class, talked about the umbrella scene, we've talked about... Okay, so my other, well, like, last question is kind of like a double question. So what is your guys' favorite akumatized villain and why? And what's your favorite episode out of seasons one and two? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Because um, the villains, because the villains are cool. Mm -hmm. Yes, I I'm looking over my favorite episodes right now. Um, if I'm if we're just talking about season one first, let's say my favorite villain would probably be when Jagged Stone becomes akumatized. Mm. He becomes the guitar villain. Oh yes, yes. I I love him. <laughs> Rock and roll. Yes, I yeah I love Jagged Stone. <laughs> So he's one of my favorite like minor characters too, and then favorite like season two akumatized villains. 
Oh man, oh there's so many good ones. This is, this is hard. <laughs> I really like, actually, okay, I really like Robostus, who is uh, uh, from Markov, Max's little robot. Yes. How he becomes akumatized. I love that episode so much because I'm a huge fan of Mecha. This is like the Gundam episode of Miraculous. So it was one of my one of my favorites. I, I just, I really liked that episode. And I love the, like, it really also reminded me of, I'm going to bring it back to Power Rangers again with like the giant robots or giant monsters. But I, I really liked that episode. And I liked their little like friendship relationship too. It's really interesting. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think those are my favorites. Let's see. Nice choices. oh man this is so hard to like choose a favorite but the one that comes to mind i think it would have to be the evil evil illustrator illustrator jesus when nathaniel yeah yeah i thought that one was super interesting especially because you know he has a crush on Marinette, and he's like doing this for Marinette, and he's like, "I'm not gonna hurt you because I like you." It's like, oh, he's just—he just has a crush, and he mm-hmm. got akumatized because of Chloe, of course. <laughs> oh man, but I really like that one. That one was a cool one. Yeah, Nathaniel's a really sweet character. I also relate mm-hmm. to him because I'm a—I'm an artist, so I can like understand mm-hmm. him in a little bit, a little bit more. So, yeah, I definitely agree with you. I think that's a really lovely, lovely choice. <laughs> hmm Oh, man. And then, like, from season two, I'm just going to add, like, two silly ones that I thought were, like, so silly. I was like, oh, my gosh. And that was the baby that gets akumatized. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That one was like, why? And even Hawkmoth <laughs> was like, you know what? I'm just going to go with it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was hilarious. And then the other one that I really liked that I thought was pretty freaking hilarious was Santa. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. The Christmas special. Santa gets akumatized. And I was like, even Santa. Santa can't escape. <laughs> nope. So, yeah, those were my favorites. Also, yeah, also, I forgot about the Christmas special. It's a musical. They sing songs in it. Yes. Mm-hmm. That one was I a have, good one. I have the songs on my phone. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I bought I bought it on iTunes. Um. Yeah, actually, I'm looking at it right now. So, the Christmas special takes place between the Collector and Despair Bear. Mm, okay. So, yeah, that's the timeline. Um, which again, the timeline from Miraculous is very foggy. Because we're already in season three, and they're still saying, like, oh, Cat Noir and Ladybug showed up, like, months, a few months ago. It's only been a few months since they've been saving Paris all the time, so it's, like, it hasn't been very long at this point still. But, you know, the things are happening very fast. Yeah. I actually really like uh, Copycat. That one's really good. Just because, like, oh, it's Cat Noir still. Like, that's pretty funny. Oh, and, yeah. And, um... Yeah. I think I like... Uh, the Gamer episode as well. Um, oh, in terms yeah, of, like, akumatized villains. Just because, like... They get to play, like, it's like a video game. Um, and... 
development between Marin and Adrian in that episode, and because um, they do like stupid Street Fighter noises. Yeah, that was so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so that's one of my favorite episodes. Um, I think in my old list, my top 10 list, I think I put my favorite episodes were the Origins episodes for season one anyway. Just oh, because, okay. you know, you get to see everything, how it started, and of course the umbrella scene. Obviously, we already talked about that. Yeah. Um, uh, and then, like, in terms of, like, just akumatized villains, oh, man. I guess I really like Lady Wi Fi. I like Alia akumatized. Yeah, I love Alia. I think that's pretty cool. I mean, it's, like, not cool because she gets akumatized, but, like, you know, I think her powers are pretty cool. Oh, yeah. yeah as Lady Wi-Fi. And season two, in terms of, like, my favorite episode. Well, I like Captain Hard Rock for re obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. That was yeah, a good one, too. Because that's <laughs> when we first meet Luca. Oh, I like the Sandboy episode. Because uh, you get to see all the other uh, Kwamis. Mm-hmm. That episode's pretty cool. I like Gorazilla. That episode is really good. Mm-hmm. That was a good when, one, too. When, like, Adrian and Marinette have to, like, hide... Because Adrian wants to see this movie that his mom is in, and it's like the only chance he gets to see it in a theater. He kind of has to rope Marinette into like coming with him because they just get, <laughs> um, like she just has to go run run away with him just because like she's kind of caught up in him running away. But anyway, those were my questions. I mean, I'm gonna cut this down, obviously. So those were my questions. So now we're going to move on to the Twitter questions we got. We didn't get uh, that many, but that's okay because I did have quite a few questions um, for you guys with this episode. Um, and again, in the uh, in the description or in the comments, sorry, in the comments, answer some of these questions if you guys want to. Like, if you're watching, let us know. I'm curious. What do you guys think? I mean, you don't have to answer every question, but, like, every question you find interesting. So... Uh, we have some questions. Um, all of these uh, first, these first three questions are from Savage Luffy on Twitter. So the first question is: Out of the revealed transformations so far, who is your most favorite? We'll only go up to season two, just because I don't want to spoil like the other transformations. Um, so we'll just do up to season two. So what are your guys? Who is your favorite transformation? My favorite so far is is my original favorite, Cat Noir. I just I just love him. He's just fun, and he is. I love his puns, and we we talked about that before. But he's just he's just a really fun character. So yep, Cat Noir. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like because I, I again the other thing about this show is like the magical girl kind of transformations. That they have, you know, they always got to put on a costume in every episode. Like, ugh, I just, I love that. Mm-hmm. So I love that that's an element in the show that is still going on. Um, like, every time someone gets a new miraculous, it's like, ooh, what's their transformation going to look like? And then you get yeah. to see it, and you're like, ooh. But yeah, I agree. Yeah. Cat Noir is, is, is still really cool. And I love the, like, um, variations for Ladybug and Cat Noir because they can um, power up their Kwamis. Um, so far, we've only got the ice and the water ones. Well, we didn't see Cat Noir's water aqua transformation, but we saw Ladybugs. And we saw both of their ice transformations. So those were cool. Mm -hmm. No pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, so, well, that's a good choice, Dylan. I'm glad you picked Cat Noir. That one's really good. That's a good choice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and um, Chantal? For me, I like had to think about it for a little bit, but when it comes down to it, I think my favorite transformation is um, Chloe's as a Queen Bee. Just because like, hers is always so fun to watch. I always like watching her transformation anytime she turns into Queen Bee. Like, mm -hmm. It's just so fun. Yeah, I honestly I agree. Like, um, out of like the other three that aren't Lady Bunkett, where I think Chloe's is my favorite because I like the music, I like the little theme song they gave to her, and I just mm -hmm. like how she like I don't know. And I usually I'm just like, oh, Chloe's so annoying, but like her transformation is really cool. Yeah. Um, and then out of Lady Bunkett and Noir, I don't know. I like both their transformations. I mean, I like all of them. Um. You can watch all of the transformations. There's a video that someone put on YouTube. Um, or you can watch all of them. Even the season three transformations. But I won't say anything else. I'll probably send that video to you, Dylan. Cool. <laughs> so, you, so you can watch it. You can see everyone's transformations. Yay. Um, yay. <laughs> um, okay, so the next question again from Savage Luffy. How long do you think this series is going to last for? Forever! <laughs> 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 yeah, it's gonna be like Power Rangers. <laughs> mm hmm. Um, no, but really, uh, I mean, it's greenlit up to a fifth season, so I don't remember how many seasons they said they wanted. I think maybe five. Five or six is like, I think, what they were shooting for, but I don't know. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not gonna last forever. I wish it would, but you know. Mm hmm. Yeah. I mean, there are other I, miraculous projects. That's yeah, that's cool. Yeah, they could always do spinoffs. So yes. Mm-hmm. I think five is a good number, though. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, it would be cool to see this go on forever. But also, I, I like when shows end because eventually, like, it gets to a point where it's a little bit hard to watch. I guess. Yeah. So I think I think five is a good number. Mm -hmm. Five or six. Yeah, because eventually it's gonna get like stale monotonous it's like okay like is there anything new going on yeah unless right. it's like a, there's like a spin-off or a like a, a sequel series where like maybe they're older or something like that would be interesting mm -hmm. um but yeah i think five it's either five or six i can't remember but i know it's going to end eventually and i will be very sad when it does end but <laughs> <laughs> yeah but I know, I mean, there's miraculous projects going on. Like, they want to do a live-action movie. I think that was pushed back to, like, 2021, oh, cool. I think. And then uh, I know they do. They want to do a stage musical. Oh, okay. It. So oh, I don't awesome. know. I don't know what's going on with that. I know it's, I think it's going to be in French, but I'm not sure. Because um, they do a lot with the French stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's it's a French cartoon, so they do a lot of things um, in France with it and for it. So we'll see what happens. Um, but I do know that they want to do a live action movie, um, and that's like been pushed back, I think, to twenty twenty one, and a musical. Oh, okay. So we're gonna get more miraculous stuff eventually. So yeah, I mean, I want it to last forever, but I know it's not going to, and that's okay. Yeah, like you said, it's. I don't want it to get too boring or monotonous after a while and then be kind of like, oh, when is this over? Yeah. <laughs> like, miracul Miraculous doesn't need 
900 episodes or anything. Right. Five seasons is good. <laughs> yeah, it's a good number. Um, okay, so I think that answers that question. And then mm -hmm. um, this question, this last question from Savage Luffy, do you prefer the French dub or the English dub? I think you guys have only seen the English dub. So yeah. Can't really judge it on that. Uh, I like the French dub. It's very good. I mean, it's takes place in France, so obviously, like, it's cute to hear them say things in French. Um, Marinette and Adrian's voices are really good in French. Um, I mean, they're, it's a different dynamic than in English, obviously, um, but it's still really cute. Um, I don't know, I think it just depends on the person. Like, if I have, like, when the show was first coming out or like you know nickelodeon wasn't showing shit like they weren't premiering anything and like we couldn't get an english dub for like eons i had to watch the french version and sometimes i had to watch it without subtitles because the fan subs had not been done yet so i'm just watching raw french and i don't speak french i don't know what the hell they're saying um but it's pleasant to listen to except maybe plague's voice because he sounds like an old <laughs> But everybody else sounds good in French. So I like the French dub. I've seen the French dub. I've seen the Korean dub. The Korean dub is good. Everyone just sounds too old. Same thing with this, the Latin American Spanish dub. Everyone sounds way too old. Uh, the German dub is weird. Um, Japanese dub is good. Japanese is really good. Uh, but yeah, I think, honestly, like, I prefer the English dub. Like, just to watch it in English. Just because, uh -huh. like, I'm so used to, the, like, those are their voices, and my native language is English, so I'm going to enjoy the English dub. So any, all of you English dub haters out there, like, no. I don't know what people's problem is. With the English dub specifically, a lot of people are like, oh, it sucks. Like, what, why? You're not giving me reasons why. It's probably just because you have this stigma that, yeah, oh, it's English dubs, but I'm like, hey, they've gotten they got good dub actors to like be on this show. Like they're not just some randos on the street. These are like pro, you know, dub actors that do anime dubs all like all the time. So like they know what they're doing and they sound good. Yeah, I agree. But I don't know what are you guys definitely... what are you guys thoughts on the English dub? I love it. I. I think all the actors do a really great job, and it's, you know, I've, I've always preferred English dubs personally, just because it's easier to watch. So, yeah, that's why I, I really like the dub. So. So, oh, it's all you dub haters out there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Plus, I've met a lot of the voice actors, too, so. Yeah, see? And, yeah, yeah that's... And at this point, I mean, they've been these characters for four years, so... Those, right. are their, those are their voices. Those will always be their English voices. So, whatever. And they put a lot of work and effort into it, too. Mm -hmm. Like, it's it's not easy it, to adapt something into English. Especially, I don't know how it is with French. Like, the difference, but, like, with Japanese. Like, Japanese is such a different language than our English language. That it's, you know, they have to make changes and they have to take liberties. Because it's not easy. So... That's why I respect them for that. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, like I, I can't imagine anybody else being these characters in it except for the English actors. I mean, I do. I enjoy the French dub; it's very good, like I said before. But 
yeah, I prefer to watch the show in English. I can have it mm -hmm. on the background. I can enjoy it. However, you know. Um, however I want. And, yeah, I... You know, the cool thing about Miraculous is, like, they take a lot of care into the English dub. So much so that, like, they'll, like, post videos of them, like, behind the scenes um recording and you can like so like you can see christina v like recording like oh miraculously like she she records every single saying every time she says miraculous ladybug like she records it individually that's really cool yeah so like there's videos on instagram twitter like you can see them recording same with like bryce you can see him recording stuff for cat noir um everybody i mean you know they're they're very thorough and they care a lot, obviously. They care about these characters. They're not going to like purposefully do a bad job. So, I mean, if you don't like the English dub, that's completely fine. That's what's great about Miraculous. You can watch it in any language you want. Because mm -hmm. there's so many dubs. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. I mean, not all the dubs. I, I don't think all the dubs are perfect or great, but you know, the English dub is, pro is one of the best. Yeah. So. Yeah, Ugh, to those dub haters. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Chantal? Yeah, I mean, you guys have said mostly everything there. It's a good dub, and it's basically, you know, voice actors that we all know and love, especially if you've seen anime. You know these voices, you hear them often, so it's kind of like, how can you not love the dub? Yeah, and it's cool, because it's like, they, I you know, usually hear them in anime dubs but like no this is an anime it's a french cartoon it's yeah and then it's a cartoon like <laughs> hello like, yeah. just let it be <laughs> and actually i think i'm pretty sure the animation is synced up for the english dialogue um mm -hmm. like i think the mouth movements are for the english dialogue i could be wrong but i don't know yeah because sometimes even with like the french dub um like I'll watch the mouth movements and they're not they don't match completely with what they're saying in French. So I'm pretty I think they matched them to the English dub, but I'm not sure. Okay, cool. But yeah. Um so yeah, we enjoy the dub, so And then our last question that we got on Twitter is from Shanna, our good friend Shanna. Hey. Um we all love hey. Shanna. Um she's been watching it too. Um so I'm glad she she got to finish it before this episode is recorded. So she said, favorite Miraculous that isn't the main two. So, not Ladybug or Cat Noir. Not the bug mirac Ladybug Miraculous or the Cat Miraculous. Hmm. Speaking of season two, I'm going to have to say the Fox Miraculous. Because uh, you can create illusions with the Fox Miraculous. And I think that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Like, that's a cool power. And, like, you use a flute. Like, that's pretty cool. I, I, I don't know. I just, I think that's the coolest one. Yeah, that one's a really cool one. But I also like, um, Nino's, too. His is a fun one, too. The turtle? Yeah. And then Waze is so cute. And I like how every time they interact with each other, like, dude. I'm yeah. like, oh my gosh, that's so cute. Yeah. Yeah, Nino, Nino's got that Captain America shield vibe going on. Mm -hmm. with the turtle shell, which is cool. I mean, I, I think every Miraculous has its own unique aspects that everybody can enjoy. 
But yeah, I think the yeah. Fox, out of the ones in season two that aren't the main two miraculous, I think the Fox one is my favorite. Because the B one is cool, like, and she gets, like, a spinning top, like, that's cool, but, like, I don't know, illusions are cooler. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree. I do like the Fox as well. Just, mm-hmm. especially with all the lore that goes into, like, like Fox and Kitsune too. that's really cool. Yeah. So, yeah. I agree. And sneak preview of, uh, I guess, my favorite Miraculous in Season 3. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I guess the I dragon. I guess the dragon miraculous is pretty cool. Oh yeah, that one's a cool one too. But I won't say what it does. You'll have to find out. Yeah, mine was for season three was uh, the snake and the Qua- the Kwame swap. Oh yes, yes, so cool. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, there's gonna be more in the future, obviously. There are more Miraculouses and more Kwamis to see. Um, but yeah, that's... Those are all the questions. Oh man, I'm so sad. That means this episode's coming to an end. Yeah. I know. <laughs> like, I kind of want to just start singing, you know, this is a song that never ends. <laughs> it goes on and on, my friend. Like so, wait, it doesn't end just because this episode was so fun. So yeah. okay, I guess final overall thoughts um, on Miraculous Ladybug. Go ahead, you guys. Um, whoever wants to go first, you have the floor. Uh, I think this is just a really fun, cute show that you should definitely give a chance because there's a lot more to it, and it's a very, it's also a very human show. And I really like how we all have our weaknesses in life and we can all do our best to overcome them and become heroes. That's a good way to end it. (laughs) (laughs) Yay. Those are good overall thoughts. Chantal? Yeah, I think Mia has said this before, you know, Miraculous is definitely not for kids. Like it is, but it's not just for kids. has a story and it's a really good story and seeing especially now with season three getting more information as time goes on it's just like oh man like things are getting really interesting and the transformations are always so fun and you just can't wait to see like the other Kwamis and see who else is going to get a miraculous and see the other transformations that's like one of the things I always get excited for I'm like oh we're going to get a new transformation like yes and they're always fun to see and then all the characters are just very, very lovable. Like, you can't... Well, besides Lila. <laughs> <laughs> you can't not you just, love them. <laughs> yeah. It's a fun show. Well, my final overall thoughts. At least on seasons one and two. Um, I never thought that it would get this popular. Honestly, I just... I thought it was going to be this little niche thing where, like, oh, you know... A few people like it. It's going to get like one or two seasons. But no, I really under... I mean, I shouldn't have underestimated it. But I, you know, (laughs) when it first came out, I was like, oh, I really hope this show does well. Because a lot of people, I feel, I, you know, I really want a lot of people to watch it and enjoy it. Like, I felt like I was part of this very small group of people that 
um, liked it and were interested. But I mean, I just kept, I just would not shut up about it to a lot of different people. And I got a bunch <laughs> of people to watch it. A lot of my theater kids that I would talk to, that I, you know, I would do shows with and direct and stuff. I would tell them all about it and they would watch it and they loved it. I had a friend from high school who follows me on Twitter. <laughs> I remember like a few years ago, I mentioned Miraculous a bunch on Twitter and like, I think it was when season two was first coming out. She like DM'd me and was like, hey, I just want to let you know, like, since you kept talking about that Miraculous show, like, I watched it and I love it. Like, I'm so glad that, like, you kept talking about it on Twitter because I, I watched it and I fell in love with it. And I'm just like, whoa. <laughs> like, I, I've had so many friends where I'm like, hey, you should watch Miraculous. And it's just like, it's something everybody can enjoy. Like, my brother really likes Miraculous. <laughs> um, and now, you know, we're doing this podcast and I'm like, you know what? My first pick's going to be Miraculous because I want more people to get a chance to see it and enjoy it and mm-hmm. I don't know I just I want more people to to love it because I want more people to give it love and and um, you know get it so that way we get more miraculous stuff um, yeah and it's just it's just a very it's a show with a very special place in my heart I don't know I I just really relate to it um I have, I have miraculous toys, guys. Like, I have toys, like, merchandise for kids. Like, I have Kwame plushies of Plague and Tiki. Like, that's how much I love this show. I have action figures of Ladybug and Cat Noir. I have the damn bug phone, for crying out loud. Like, I love this show, not just because it's, like, superheroes and blood. I just, I love everything about it. It's just, it's something that I never thought I would fall in love with and I did like I never thought that looking at these fucking gifts on tumblr being like what the hell is this like if I hadn't been so curious I never would have known and we wouldn't be sitting here recording this episode so I am really glad I chose this as my first pick for the um podcast and you know it's my it's September my birthday is in September so I wanted to pick something really special to me and miraculous is that um so yeah i don't want to get any get too sentimental or anything but but yeah miraculous is so special to me so i'm glad that we could uh do this episode and i'm glad you guys came along for the journey at least for the journey so far mm-hmm. since season three is still yeah. happening <laughs> yay and we're gonna get more so <laughs> um those are my overall thoughts uh, so real quick, we have announcements before we say goodbye. Um, so our next episode is going to be a bonus episode. So Chantal, you go ahead and talk about that. You have the floor. Okay. So, <laughs> um, if you guys don't follow us on Twitter, then you probably don't know, but we're going to do a bonus episode on Given because... Me and Mia love it a lot, and we've been <laughs> dying to talk about it. We wanted to, like, do it on a weekly, like, to talk about it, but just um, things didn't work out, and um, just Erica's schedule right now, because she's in school, things didn't work out, so she's going to miss that episode as well, unfortunately. So, but we do have a special guest coming in. 
but stay tuned. You'll find out when we drop the episode. <laughs> Next month's episode, which is going to be my pick once again. And I feel like if you know me, you probably <laughs> have an idea what it's going to be. And it's going to be my volleyball boys haikyuu we're gonna talk about haikyuu i'm so excited which is uh, i'm so excited to talk about my boys and season four is coming in january so i picked the perfect time i know erica said she's seen it mia's the only one that's gonna be completely new so i'm excited to see who's her husbando it's gonna be (laughs) exciting yeah i'm uh, i'm i'm a kind of scared but you know (laughs) I mean, I love sports anime, so I'm very excited to start Haikyuu. It's been on my queue forever. It's just I haven't gotten around to watching it. But this is the perfect time to do so. So It's mm-hmm. on your Haikyuu. Yes, it yes. is. <laughs> Ooh, that was a good putt. Cat Noir would be proud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get excited, guys. So, yes, Haikyuu next month. And, uh given which is our next bonus episode which will be the next episode up on this uh, channel uh speaking of youtube channels dylan you have your own youtube channel why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about it so people can go and um subscribe to you and follow you on twitter if they aren't already because i mean like why wouldn't they be Mm -hmm. oh thank you Well, my YouTube is DM. Or, or, oh my God, that is my old YouTube. Uh, <laughs> my YouTube is Dynamic Dylan, and I talk about manga and BL and anime. So you can follow me on there. And I'm DM. No, I am not that anymore. <laughs> and I am Dynamic Dylan twenty six on Twitter. So you can follow me on there. That was hard. <laughs> I thought it was back in 2009. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Don't worry, because uh, I'm going to put all that information in the description. And then you're, I'm also going to put your channel up in the end card of this episode, Dylan, so that way people can click oh. on your face. And then they can Thank go you. and subscribe to you. Because Dylan makes really great videos, guys. I watch every single one of them. Uh during my lunch break so whenever you upload a new video honestly i watch them on my on my lunch breaks at work because that's when i have me time and it's only 30 minutes so i gotta have you know time to watch certain things so i watch all my friends videos um Mm -hmm. on my lunch breaks (laughs) during work so of course um let's see what else i think that's it i think those are all the announcements we have so far um, don't forget to subscribe to Chantal and I. We have our own YouTube channels. Y'all already know, uh, what the hell we talk about. <laughs> <laughs> we make Udapri scouting videos all the time. I don't know. That's what I've been making lately. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Follow us on Twitter. I'll be linked in the description below. Follow Erica on Twitter. She has her own Twitter as well. So go give her a follow as well. You know, we're so sorry that she couldn't be in this episode and in the next episode. Again, her school schedule is a little bit busy. Um, but she will be back for the October episode. So don't worry, guys. Um, Erica will be back for the Q episode. Yay! And Dylan, thank you so much for joining us today and being our first special guest on the podcast. I'm so happy that you agreed to be in here because um, I was really excited for you to watch Miraculous. 
Yay, thank you for having me. It was so much fun. I'm really glad I did as well. Yay. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're, I will definitely ask you back as a special guest again. Mm-hmm. Yay, awesome. Because this, I'm was, excited. because this was so much fun. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yay, I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my chips hurt so bad. <laughs> I'm smiling like a little... Buddy, I don't know. <laughs> well, Where's my fan? I know I need a fan too. Um, well, everybody, thank you guys so much for watching and listening to this new episode of the Q for You podcast. Again, thank you, Dylan, so much for joining us as our first special guest. Thank you, um, Erica. I know you couldn't be here, but you know, thank you so much for being part of the podcast and Chantal, you as well. Like, I, I wouldn't have, like, come up with the idea to do a podcast if I didn't want to talk with you guys about things and get to uh, watch things that maybe I didn't think of watching before. And, you know, just to get, become more exposed to uh, different things. And um, I'm really glad that I got to pick Miraculous for my first uh, official pick because you know, very special to my heart. So I hope um, more people got to watch Miraculous. And um, go watch season three. <laughs> you, ki- you guys can all watch season three now. Because maybe we'll do another episode later on down the line on what's happening with Miraculous. Ooh, that'd be fun. Yes, yeah, like a follow-up episode. Maybe when season four is done. I don't know. We'll see. That'd be cool. Whenever that is. <laughs> um, so don't forget to subscribe, guys. Hit the notification bell so that way you guys are notified every time we upload a video to this channel. Subscribe to, again, me, Dylan, and Chantal on YouTube. And go follow me, Dylan, Chantal, and Erica on Twitter. And, of course, go follow our podcast Twitter so you guys can know when we're taking questions and whenever we're doing collabs and whenever we have special guests lined up and what we're watching. So with that being said, let's all put our fists together. I know we like we're not actually doing it, but you know, I'm actually putting my fist out. I'm doing it. Pound it. Oh, yeah, we're going to we're going to do a, yeah. we're going to do a pound it on 3. 1 Okay. <laughs> 1 2 3. Pound, pound it. Thank you guys. We'll have uh, fun in our next episode. So bye. Bye. (laughs) Bye.